Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Actually, at a wedding Saturday night, and I thought about doing this. I'd had a few pops. You don't say. I really, really wanted to do a video where I go up to the brass section and go, "Bring in the horns." <laughs> but the problem was, I was like, the majority of people seeing this wouldn't know what that actually means. means yeah, the, the podcast listeners would. The uh, no, that was a nice, expensive band. I'm sure it was a. That was a nice Very band. fancy yeah. Minneapolis wedding we were at this weekend. Drink a lot of Grain Belt Premium. A lot of Grain Belt. <laughs> high noons. High noons. The the groom bought high noons just because of our presence. Which I thought an honor. It's a very, that was an honor. You yes. Know. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan. Congratulations on your wedding. Congratulations to Ryan and Kelsey. Ryan, the former star of Cyclone Sports Live on Public Access Channel 19 in Ames. 18. Whatever. I think 18. Yeah, anyway. We were talking, uh, we'll get into the games. I did want to bring this up because I thought it was fascinating. Our other friend of the podcast, Timmy, we were discussing when Dangerous Curves was on Welch Avenue. Yeah. That just seems like uh, an, like an eternity ago when you could have a strip club. It wasn't a strip club. Well, what was it, like a bikini bar or what did they yeah. call it? Yeah. Just I, right next think, to think about that. Yeah, I probably couldn't do that now. <laughs> right? I, that was I didn't even remember that, and it got brought up. 2004 to 2008-ish time frame. No, there's, I remember even around There's now. a lot of guys they, listening to this right now, and they're and there like, was another oh, one. Williams and Bloom just went there. And uh, there was another one on Main Street, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but I'm talking like one that's like a stone's throw away from Friley Hall. How did that get approved by that? <laughs> it was literally right on Welch, right next to Sips. I don't get it. Oh. I know Todd Blythe spent some time in there. I mean, he was like the mayor of Dangerous Curves. <laughs> Guaranteed. Uh, Cyclone Fanatic Sunday night podcast. Uh, 7.40 is the start of this, if anything is there, dated after There are that, still reviews probably. on Google for that. And uh, the one review is... Uh, really good atmosphere. So nice atmosphere. Nice atmosphere there. Had um, good time in Minneapolis. 
with that, we are both a little bit out of the loop. So my wife is in Vegas all week for a veterinarian's convention. Look so out. I'm I'm one on two. I'm on I'm in a zone with the girls. Actually one on three if you count the dog. Right. Let's be honest. Uh so I get home and I, I been, and then you you've been traveling and and doing family stuff. So like we We did watch the games though. We watched the games intently, actually. That was the the highlight of the the, the trip. Yeah, heavily uh, into both of those games, which we can talk about. I have not seen another Big 12 game, though, so I just can't. I just want to be honest with the audience. I can't go as in-depth as we normally would, but there have been discussions of another podcast later in the week, potentially. So yeah. let's yeah. just play I, it by ear. I do think, reading some of the tea leaves, there's the, mo- the Pac-12, Big 12 stuff is going to get a little interesting in the next 10 days. It's probably a good time to be a premium subscriber. I think, I think we need to uh, let's hash some of that out at another time. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm working on there's, there's some stuff there's right some there. Movement. There's there's definitely it's going to be a really interesting couple of months. And I would not want to be the Pac-12 right now. No. I still, and somebody, I, just have, like, I just have such mixed emotions about it too because it's like I'm glad that the Big Twelve is in the kind of the killer seat here, but sure. it's also like, I just don't want these like 20 team leagues, but whatever. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll get, we'll get into that. As a, but I, I, there's, it's, um, it's moving. I really appreciated Fran Frischilla's commentary at the first half of the game yesterday when he was, when he was talking about the, um, the Kansas state and Iowa state rivalry. He was referencing the, the rivalry and just like how far back, these games are gone and how he likes the old big eight rivalries and stuff. And then they, they played some like Lon Kruger, Johnny Orr. Yeah. And I was just thinking about it. It's like, man, like those are going to, they're becoming fewer and far between. Yeah. Like, like you're not going to have, other than we don't like UCF because they're, they're arrogant for no reason. Yeah. It's not going to be the same. It's not, yeah. it, it, it'll be still be fun. Be fun. Yeah. I'm not, this isn't like Armageddon, but the, what? the reality so I like Matt Campbell here is that it's a new era that we're getting ready to go into. And I, I mean, whatever, it'll be, it'll be fun. I actually, and I was also thinking about this too. Last night uh, is the women won in double overtime at Baylor. And I think we've talked about this before, but definitely in my time doing this, I don't think Iowa state's ever been in a better spot like going forward, like competitively. Like I think the four co- coaches counting dresser, and Fennelly in, in the big four. Yep. It's probably is solid. I mean, because Otzelberger and Campbell are both. I know Matt had a rough year, but he would be a top 30 guy. Nationally still. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, abs- in, yep. in like almost everyone's list. Yep. Well, and then, then t- and TJ's probably knocking on the door of the top 20, top 15, by that matter, depending on how they do this year. Because they, they were doing the whole thing on Tang and TJ and like how they, they're both National Coach of the Year finalists. And stuff. I just I had a lot going on in my brain. Yeah. No, that, you know, interestingly, so we had that dust up with the K-State guys. You you and Kurtz kind of buried the hatch a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, I like Kurtz. Uh, I, I do think, strangely, the whole charade with OU in Texas and all this stuff has brought those eight. Like, I'm never going to root for Baylor necessarily. But I don't, I don't dislike K State as much. Like it's going to be a lot of the old Big Eight teams, old Big Twelve teams 
against the new kids on the block. You can see it happening already. Yes. Like, us and K-State will team up against UCF and, and those losers. Um, BYU is going to be off on their own. You know, maybe Cincinnati. I, I think it'll be interesting how these rivalries take shape. When West Virginia was added to the Big 12, you didn't necessarily think they would be a, a rival for Iowa State. It turned into one. Yeah. You know, because of some of those games. Uh, so we'll see. I don't. I don't. It, it'll be interesting how. Yeah, you're going to lose some of that natural rivalry stuff because you don't play everybody all the time. But you'll also gain some new. Uh, UCF's just going to be really easy to dislike right away. Yeah, I feel like I've. I feel like I've put myself at least in a good spot with the BYU. I've just gone yeah. staunchly. I'm anti Utah. Utah. Yeah, so you're okay there. I I didn't. I would love to bring in Arizona. Um, not Arizona State. Bring in Arizona. Not. Do you want Coach Prime in the league? You want Colorado? No, I don't want Colorado because they left. Yep. Like I don't want them in the league, and I would rather bring in Arizona, San Diego State, and whoever else. Yeah, I just don't. I, I my fear would be cheaping. Don't cheapen it with like a San Diego State. I, I just want to do it to spite Utah. Okay, I get that. That's all I'm talking about. And you're anti Gonzaga. Yeah, I just don't think they'd be as I don't think they would be Gonzaga in the Big Twelve. They're, yeah, and then, then you're just kind of they're it's a known be, thing. They will be as good. They'll be good until Mark Few's not there anymore. Correct, but he's but he's sixty like, years old. Ray Jacoletti go back there, <laughs> but they could their assistants at Arizona. He's not leaving Arizona. To go back to Gonzaga, Lloyd. He's no, I just. Job. I mean, maybe they would come to the Big 12 and mm. be this power, but they're this geographical outlier. They, in fact, there's it's 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 well known in basketball that a lot of guys will go to Gonzaga because they know they can put up crazy stats. Sure, uh, like that well, you're is, gonna you're gonna be a top ten team every year, yeah, just based on and it's reputation. It's they good players too, very good. And, yeah. and Fuse is, I, I mean, I, I credit Few. I think that he's kind of the pioneer of modern-day roster management. I think he was the first guy to look at this outside of the box of, like, what Calipari was like. Remember that era when it was just, like, get as many one-and-dones as you can? Get as many lottery guys? I, I thought Few was the first one to be like, oh, I want, like, one of those guys. Good point. A couple yep. transfers, a couple get good old. freshmen. I want mm-hmm. a sit-out guy, right? You could so, argue they've been the best program in college basketball in the last 15 years. I would agree. But I, I, I do think if they go to a Power 5 conference like the Big 12, it's, and it gets weird for them geographically as well. If, if I, don't I, were, think it, I don't think it works. If I were them, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it either. Unless you're not going to make that much more money. Well, you, unless you're just going to get buried from you're just irrelevant in the West Coast. You know, if it, if it becomes just only the Power 6 conferences that are, exist, then yeah, you're going to have to move somewhere. But I, they're... They have a nice niche because they're they're on the West Coast. There's those schools are all close together, but then Gonzaga can basically be a national program during the non-conference, and then you know yeah. schedule who they want. So they I, have I a good thing. They I, do I have just, a really good thing. They're almost like Notre Dame for football. I wouldn't. I w- that's a good point. They're they're like an independent. Like even though they're in that crappy conference, but like, but they, that, the crappy conference exists just so they have a conference schedule basically yeah all right uh wow we're 10 minutes yeah in. sorry the game i haven't thanked our friends from mechdyne oh absolutely uh, check them out at mechdyne.com we were texting with uh, clover we we found some 
some rare rare whiskey. It's all right. Our friends at Cody Road will be totally fine with us talking about yes. this. Because what did I what did I bring to the Victorian suite up in Minneapolis? We, we had some Cody Road. Bo- big ass bottle of the single barrel Cody we Road. Shared with some Minnesota friends. Yes. My that's my all time favorite product that Mississippi River Distilling makes is the single barrel pretty bourbon. Sh- pretty sure your your Victorian room was haunted. It absolutely. I kept hearing kids laughing. Yeah. Like the um, whole week. And we watched the Iowa State game there, and I, I'm convinced that's why Iowa State fell apart in the second it half. It's funny because I did, we, with this group of guys, and I have all these Marriott points, and I, I, t- I, I called them, and I was like, hey, can I upgrade to a suite? Because I knew we were going to need to watch the game. And they gave me this, like, I mean that it it felt like we were in nineteen like twenty. Yeah, I thought like I'd walk in and there's Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> that's that's what it felt like to me. It was fun though. We had a uh, we had a good, so we the first night we were there on Friday night, we go down to the hotel bar to get some food before the kind of like rehearsal drink reception thing, whatever, whatever yeah. we went to, and they give us the drink list, and it says Pappy Van Winkle twelve year, and I'm like. You have that? And the lady was, yeah, yeah, we got it right up there. We just got a bottle in. She's like, this is pretty rare. We don't, this doesn't happen very often. And it was a very fair price for the poor. Like a very, the, what we paid for a poor was like a quarter of what I've seen it at when I've been in other places. Cause I've always seen it around like a hundred to $125 for a poor. It was my first time with Pappy. It was mine too. Yeah. It was really good. It was good. Yeah. Set the it, tone. It, it's a tone for the weekend. It's very good, but it also isn't that much better. Like it, I agree with it that. is not worth paying yeah, three thousand dollars for a bottle. Nope. Nope. But it's very good. Yeah, I mean it was I, I don't have a sophisticated whatever palate, but it, it was good. It was, it was delicious. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, so, we were texting know, our friend. I know Chris, Clover was Chris Clover would have appreciated it. Texting him. He's about a he's that. a He's he, an Angels Envy guy, right? That is his favorite. I had, I had. So we have Clover, connections to Angels Envy. I had, uh, I had a glass of that last night. I was waiting for you guys. It was good. It's good. It's good yeah. whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. That that hotel should have been selling the Cody Road. That should have. Before we get into the basketball conversation, I'll thank our friends from Danielson Law. Check them out at danielsonlaw.com. D A N I L S O N Law.com. Now these are very smart people. They're more importantly, they're very cool people. I've known these these folks for a long time now. Jeremy's my guy. They are real estate. Uh, he's a real estate attorney, and what that means is, so when you buy or sell a house, and I'm guessing that there's a couple hundred people at least listening to this right now. When the spring comes around, and you're going to be so looking that's the time because yep. that's the time that a lot of people do it. Your realtor will probably be like, "Oh, I've got a." They have their own people. I'm telling you that you've got this great Cyclone family. This is all that they do. I bet you get a really good deal and better service than you can get anywhere else because you need a lawyer to go through all of those documents and do all of that stuff that idiots like me don't understand. So we hire the experts. Danielsonlaw.com. D-A-N-I-L-S-O-N law.com. Iowa State leads Kansas State by eight at mm-hmm. halftime mm-hmm. in a real dogfight of a basketball game. 
goes sideways in the second half where the Cyclones really poor offensively. We are starting to see stretches now, Brent, the second half of this Big 12 season yep. that looked like last year. Yep. <laughs> I was I, worried at one point yesterday they weren't going to get 50. That game felt a lot like last year. Yeah. Now, interestingly, I have a, th- I have a theory. No, I, I, and this is... This is why I'm not, again, I'm not panicked. I'm not panicked at all. But Iowa State's offense gets a lot better when Iowa State's defense is forcing turnovers to get easy baskets. Like that is, that has been the plan all along. Correct. They never looked at this team back. Oh, we're going to shoot the shit out of the three. Yep. Or we're not going to be a half court team. It's just not built that way. Interestingly, though. So in the last, so Iowa State on this little, uh, little skid, right? You know, you, if you count, you know, was it? They've lost now one, two, three, five of seven. Iowa State, in four of those losses, forced 14 or fewer turnovers in those games, which is way below the season average. Iowa State has, before that, was creating about 20 turnovers per game. What I think you're seeing now is the second time around against these teams in the Big 12. They're adjusting a lot better to Iowa State's pressure and turnovers uh, that, that, that makes Iowa State successful. You go back to last year, the exact same thing happened. That second half of the Big 12, Iowa State was not nearly as good defensively enforcing turnovers. Now, once it got to the tournament, Iowa State turned the heck out of LSU and, and Wisconsin because they'd never seen it before. So, K-State only had 11 turnovers. Yep. That was the second fewest Iowa State has uh, forced all year. The fewest was eight at Texas Tech. So you now, the last six games, Iowa State has forced uh, 12 or fewer in three of them. That's not good enough for this team. If Iowa State's going to win, they have to get turnovers up in the high teens because they're just not good enough offensively to create their own stuff unless it's off the turnovers. And credit K-State did a phenomenal job of taking care of the basketball. And if you look at the difference between the K-State game in Ames and the K-State game yesterday, it's it's turnovers. I mean, K-State against Iowa State uh, up in Ames yeah, had mm-hmm. a bunch of turnovers and only had, again, only had a 11 yesterday. We, we need to do the, I would guess, and I have not run the numbers, that Lipsy's turnover rate's a lot higher in the last three weeks. I I think that's... It feels like it watching fact. the games. Yep. It, it certainly feels like... I think the scout's out on him. I think the scout's out when Holmes has the ball. You know what the pressure... You know how and, to do it. And he's had a rough... He's had a rough three-game stretch now. I think his teams have seen him, to your point. Yes. They've seen him once. They know what his strengths are. They're like, all right, Jaron, beat us off the bounce or, you know, good luck, and then we're going to pressure you and, and make you give the ball up. He was... He had probably his worst game as a Cyclone yesterday. Jaren. I'd like to see Grill come back healthy. And I would like to see Kalsher. Because I don't think it's like, oh, they're scouting Kalsher. I think that this is a bit of a roller coaster that you somewhat expect with Gabe. Having said that, I also, my analysis on him, he will bounce back offensively. I, I think Gabe will have some, but hear me out here. I think that Gabe potentially, and Caleb too, to an extent, and he didn't play yesterday, obviously, I know that. You start to hit all these shots, and you start to, and you kind of fall in love with, oh, I'm, I'm maybe, 
I don't want to say better than I thought, <laughs> but like you, you get away from what, what you are really good at. For sure. And I think Gabe has done that a little bit over the last two weeks. Let's get back to mid range Gabe. Right. And then you go out from there. And cause when he's done that, he's still been successful. He's just not a great three point shooter. It's not who he is, even though he had that stretch middle of the year. What do you think right. about that? No, I think that's so. Yeah, twelve of his fourteen field goals yesterday were from three. He, he needs to still be attacking right? the basket. What I would say that's is miss- not NCAA tournament game. Oh, what I would say is missing right now is that threat to get to the rim. And again, the easiest thing to break a drought is a shot at the rim or a free throw. And twenty-seven threes is just too many for this team. Like they shot yesterday, they weren't getting. And K State's not a real big team. You know, the most disappointing thing to me, and I know it was foul trouble, but I thought Oshun and, and King could have really done some damage against the K-State bigs like they did in Ames and just didn't do it. They both got in foul trouble again, and this is a recurring theme. I thought Trey gave him a lot. I thought Trey was really good yesterday, but he cannot keep getting in foul trouble. It threw the whole thing out, and then Oshun was in foul trouble, right? When he picked up that third foul the, before the under-16, and it threw his whole second half off. I thought he was great in the first half, but Shun plays 25 minutes, only gets four points. Like, you can blame the guards, and I get that, but it's a dual problem. If you're not getting easy shots at the rim, you're forced to take tough twos and tough threes, and that's why Holmes and Kauser's stat line looks so bad. Like They, they need Shun taking more than four shots in a game, point blank. Like He's got... When he's aggressive, this Iowa State team can be really, really good. And that would be my one message to to this Iowa State team is like, you got to get him established early in a game. And if he's a part of it, it makes it a lot easier for the guards because you have to focus, you know, a couple guys on Shun. So to this day, I still think I know Kalsher and Holmes will get the attention and then Grill at times, you know, if he's on. But the key for Iowa State to make a substantial run in March is, is Oshun. Yeah, and that's... I mean, that's the reason their offensive efficiency numbers were the way that they were because they were so much better around the rim, and you're just not seeing it now. And he's he's, he's got the potential to be the best post in the Big 12. I really believe that. Like, and he just – there's times where it's like, man, turn the light on a little bit here. Um, and I'm, I'm a big fan of shooting. I just, he can't have a game like he did at K-State. And the second half, he was really just a non-factor with only four points and five rebounds. And he's so active. He can be so good. But he hasn't been in double figure seat up since the Kansas game. And in Iowa State, it, this correlates perfectly. And Iowa State's a little skid here. Shun has only been in double figures one time in the last eight games. Like, they, they have to get him in double figures. It just opens everything else up. And if he's aggressive, it makes life so much easier for Jaron and for Gabe because you're, you're not worried about, um, you know, just them sticking on him all the time. And either he's got to start being more aggressive and or, you know, I thought Lipsy was really good at times yesterday, but he's going to have to be a threat too. It can't just be layups for Lipsy. Lipsy has still, even despite what I said earlier, it, it oftentimes looks like the best player on the he team. He was the best player in the, on the floor in the first half. Yeah, yesterday. Like he was so good. Happens a lot watching this team where you're like, that's their best player. Well, he just does everything well. And it's like, man, he's yeah. there's like three of them out there. And that's why when he had a little bit, he had a kind of a Texas Tech type second half where he had a couple bad turnovers. Like, man, you don't expect that from him. Um, and but, you forget he's a freshman. But he's a freshman. He, yeah. It's so exciting because he's going to be around for another three years after this. And you pair that with the talent coming in for Iowa State, 
Taman Lipsy, I think when all said and done, is going to be one of the winningest Cyclones of all time. Uh, speaking of winning Cyclones, that's our guy Jeff Wood. You know, he's a, he is over a winner. At Gravitate Coworking. Uh, he's, check the, he's, Gravitate he's, Coworking. he's the Taman Lipsy of. Uh, Des Moines spaces. entrepreneurial. Spaces. I actually uh, exchanged some emails with him this week. They are growing. Like people, well, more and more people are going he, to this thing. And, but I'm saying, like, he's involved in all that entrepreneurship yeah. area. It's he's, not just the co-working. He's he's got his hands in a lot of different things. Really if you, smart. If you're in, if you're in business in Des Moines, you need to know Jeff Wood. Uh, locations downtown East Village, Windsor Heights, and in Jefferson. Okay, um, let's do the before we get to the Whipple's hybrids. Big 12 segment coming up. I The bracket kind of was released. Yeah. Iowa State was a three seed. I haven't even looked at the metrics. Again, I, I feel bad. I, I'm really not that nearly as prepared. They're still 15 in Ken Palm, so they really didn't. Yeah, but I mean, K-State was a three seed as well. That, yeah. that, that didn't hurt you much. I know I got a couple tweets after the game like, oh, Iowa State doesn't belong. There's a three seed. It's another blown second half lead. It's like, guys, I think we we falsely think that the, the tournament's full of like North Carolina from 05 and UNLV from 92 and the Duke teams from 2000, where you got all these loaded teams. Take a look around, watch a lot of basketball. And I would say it absolutely has a resume that should be a three seed. We, now, can I give you a stat real quick Yeah, to chill the F out? Everybody only big 12 team without a double digit road loss. In league play. There you go. The only one. Um, on top of that, they have five road losses in the league by a combined 18 points. Three of the five were by three points or fewer. They're in every game. Like, it, calm down. And if you're, you're and if you play like Iowa if, State does, if you're in close games, you're gonna lose, you're gonna lose some of them. Yeah, and that's what's happened. And I don't know. 14th, 15th, also in net rankings. So. You're right it there. didn't even phase you as far as that goes. Now, if you're a fan and you're like, well, they were a game out of first place in the Big 12 and I wanted them to win the... Okay, then yeah, be disappointed. I never thought this team would be a Big 12 championship team. and may, you know, Maybe they still could be. I don't know. I don't think so. I'm, I'm worried about seeding in the NCAA tournament. That's where I'm at at this point. Let me also throw this at you. That tournament is going to be oh, a cage fight this gosh. year. Would, is this a year where you're actually better off losing? Well, I'd say there's it's an interesting theory because Kansas, Texas, Baylor, K State, Iowa State are all going to be anywhere from one to four seated in the NCAA tournament, and winning the Big Twelve won't really help them, won't move them that much. Other than the pride of winning that thing, three games in a row with that physicality. Could be could be interesting. Now, who Kansas did not win it last year, right? Who won the Big Twelve last year? I don't even tournament. Know. I mean, that's the thing. It's like Kansas won the whole thing. Who won the Big? But I, I yeah, I wonder. I don't think it's. Yeah, you, always, you always you always want you play to win the game. Is her Is this to say. is Otzel Ball like the way it is now? It's going to evolve next year when you get more talent. Is the current form of Otzel Ball not conducive to the Big Twelve tournament? It's not. It's more conducive to the NCAA tournament than it is the Big 12 tournament, where I would argue Hoy Ball was the opposite. Do you agree? I that's an yeah, and that's why Fred was so good. Fred teams were so good in the, in, in proms too, because they were offensive juggernauts. Yeah, if you're talented and skilled offensively, 
that's you can do that every you know you you can score on anybody. Um, yeah, you're you're. Like, it's like it, yeah, I know I know what you're saying. Let's say that you're getting like Tex hot right now, right? Kansas did win it by the way last year. I don't know. It's kind of a blur. I kind of literally stopped. name a Big Twelve team, and it's yeah. like okay, they're going to see this Iowa State team for the third time. Yeah. Okay. Like okay, so we just. Hope the game gets officiated the right well, way. That's the but, thing, you know, the mercy like, of all that stuff. You know, like, but you see what I'm saying? Yep. You want to win the game because it's you're going to have a lot of fans down there, and obviously a championship is better than not. But my my the whole thing it, again, it comes down to what they're doing is harder than hell the first time you see it. Think it's easy. Look at the Wisconsin game last year. Yep, they you know they play in this supposedly really physical conference in the Big Ten, and they didn't know what the hell hit them in yep. the second half. Yep. And when you but when you've seen it, and like I, I don't think that they're going to beat Texas on Tuesday. This is I, do, uh, do you? I mean, they'll be five point underdogs. And it's like, and I, I'm not saying I think it'll be a good game. I don't think they're going to get blown out, but like I don't know. I, I take care of business at home. If you can seal one, great. I think the Des Moines thing. <sighs> 50-50? Yeah. 50-50? Yeah, as a three seed, you would. Yeah, I, yeah yes. I think you're still, I think everything's the same. Just beat Oklahoma at home, beat West Virginia at home, get the hell out of there. You know, probably winning a game in Kansas City may be the difference between a three and a four. I don't, I don't know. But the metrics-wise, like, I can't imagine it's going to be that big of a difference because anybody you lose to isn't going to hurt you. Yep, I... I with Iowa State beating TCU last week, uh, barring losing out, Iowa State is a five seed at worst. That's at what point. I thought. Yeah, I said that to a friend today. Like they're not because they I, will not fall. I made the argument. Well, five. Why would you play Grill right now? I don't think you should. Get them healthy. Yeah, because like, what's the worst case scenario here? You're not going to win the Big Twelve anymore. Probably. I mean, again, yeah, I. I'm. I is this weird to say? I gr- I totally agree with you. I'm not worried about. I want to win out at home, okay. But outside of that, I'm not concerned about Kansas, what happens in Kansas City. It's what is the matchup in the tournament and yeah. how far can you get? Interestingly, this is crazy to me. It's like you know a lot. This a lot of happened the last month. Right now, Iowa State is seven to one to make the Final Four. Jesus, which is really cool. Still, like, yeah, you're seven to one. I mean, you're you have the where's the that tenth best? Is that that's this is uh I'm looking at DraftKings right now. Okay, tenth best odds in the country to make the Final Four, which is really cool. So, I again, it's you can be a very I would say it's played average basketball in the last month. There's no question about it. Offensively, but they've been below. You could, but but you are who you play, and I think I would say in the tournament. And it could go any way, but I, I'll, I'm gonna take my a fighter's chance against anybody in this in the country right now with the way I would say can play in a one game situation. Fascinating. If uh, by the way, if I would say it's in a best of seven, I don't, I don't, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't no. pick them. But this is not a best of seven. All it takes is the defense creating chaos for 40 minutes, and you turn over a team 15 plus times. I like I would say chances, and it's just. They are. Heinz put out a 
really good tweet about the Heinz really smart basketball guy. It was something like you have to ask yourself because I, this Iowa state team, you want to, I'm not going to criticize them very much because they have overachieved. Like they, they've been awesome. This is one of my favorite Iowa state teams I've ever watched. Okay. Heinz pointed out on Twitter. I don't remember which game it was. I think it was the TCU game. It was when they handily won that game. Yeah. And didn't even play great. No, he said, you, you just have to wonder, I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. the physical style that they do. You know, like if the one knock on this team is they haven't really played full 40s very often. There's there's a five-minute stretch. The Kansas they, game. Right? Yeah. That's about it. But there's they've given up a lot of big leads. They've And you wonder if that just has a toll on it's you. just a fatigue. And I don't know. I mm-hmm. don't know. Mm-hmm. Fatigue and foul trouble. There, it, it's not. It's two things. It's not a mystery that Iowa State has not forced as many turnovers the second half of the Big 12. It's preparation by the other team, and there's no question Iowa State does not have the same juice in the legs as it would have in November and, and uh, December. You just can't, or yeah, early January. I would agree. I Honestly, it's like just finish this year, rest up, and uh, s- s- roll it out March, man. Like I, th- it's, a, it's a success. This regular season is already a success. Regardless of the final, what, five games left, Iowa State's going to be in great shape. And again, worst, worst, uh, the worst Iowa State will be is a five seed in the tournament. To completely forgot that the NBA All-Star game was happening right now. Yeah, Tyrese. He uh, tied a like record. 30, 31. 31 in the, but he crazy. didn't win. Right. He lost in the finals. To, but To Dame. He's a mega star in the making. I'm telling you, like he's got the smile, like he's likable. He everything about he he's going to be a staple in that league. He so if he's not already first Cyclone All Star since Jeff Hornacek in 1992. Those are the only two Iowa State players to ever be All Stars. And to think about Tyrese, he's only 22 years old. Yeah, like, he's really young. Iowa State was going to redshirt him. He was the 180th ranked recruit. Mm-hmm. He came on campus. They were going to redshirt him. And then they're like, well, we'll give this kid a chance. Lindell Wigginton gets hurt. And the rest is That history. Missouri game. That right? Missouri game. First one. And yeah. then, Tyrese well, wasn't I, I even like supposed to. I feel like we're past the statute of limitation here. And it ruffled Ty- or Wigginton. Yeah. Because Tyrese Took basically came in and like, remember, because Wigginton wasn't starting yeah, oh, and, and that was the big controversy. Yeah, his like, parents are pissed. Yeah, at prom. But a lot. So, anyway, I'm gonna save the rest for the book. Okay. <laughs> but like that, that whole seriously, year was, but that that's how that whole thing started that, because they threw Tyrese in the starting lineup for Wigginton. Tyrese goes off in that game, and everybody's like, "Holy shit, this guy's like a transcendent player." Like everyone's like, "Where did where did he come from?" <laughs> Nobody knew that. That's the crazy thing, and I don't blame the staff at all. Because Tyrese is a guy that you don't really appreciate him until he's in a game atmosphere and he just makes everybody better. Yeah. Even in like late October, they were thinking about redshirting the guy because he was 145 <laughs> pounds and he was like, "Well, there's no way he can shoots weird." Yeah, he shoots weird. Like, what is going on? And then he just you you put him on the floor and he's great. Do you realize how much he's going to make? He's going to make so much money here soon. He'll be a max contract guy. Tyrese Halliburton will be the wealthiest Iowa well, State because they've got of all the time. new CBA coming. 
Will he cash in because of that? Uh, yeah, he'll cash it in a big way. Yeah, yeah. I'm be, saying they're raising all the max contracts, yeah. right? Because yeah, of the new TV that, deals and stuff. Let me see what that number is. I think it's going to be like 25, 30 million a year for Tyrese. Yeah, I was reading about it um, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Like, I just didn't know how that clock worked with his. I think he's got one more year. Um, the max, so the max salary for 24, 25 will be $43 million. Tyrese is going to be a hundred plus million dollar guy in the next, no, he'll be a 200 million plus guy. John Halberton, icon. How about that? I love it. It couldn't uh, happen to better people. The best thing about, the best story I have about the, those people, and they, they were so sweet. I just adore the Halliburton's. You did a podcast with yeah, I with did with John. John. Yeah, yeah, he was phenomenal. Um, after Tyrese got hurt that sophomore year, they still drove to every Iowa State game. Yep, that's right. His Their boy wasn't playing, and they still did it to support George Conda and to support everybody who was on that team. Yep. And just, I mean, how cool is that? Man, he's, he's like literally the best guy. And I they can't... weren't good that year, right? They were no. losing. So it wasn't like fun to go to these games, but he... they did it because they thought it was the right thing. Yeah, I mean, so I'm looking at these projections. He'll, he'll be making $30 million a year here in the next 18 months. Good for him. I, uh, I'm hopeful that uh, we get him to support the We Will Collective. Working on that? <laughs> I'm trying. I'm efforting. Wiffles Hybrids presents the Big 12 segment here on the Williams and Bloom podcast. Wiffles Hybrid, so our friends at Wiffles are about to get really busy um, with the planting season that is just around the corner. What I love about Wiffles. I love their sign here. Albert Lee, Minnesota is what I love. Plant your independence right there. I on love 35. the independence thing. Go. You Wiffles. talk about a perfect pair. You pair up Wiffles Hybrids with Cyclone Fanatic. And a couple of fiercely, and I want to steal the fiercely independent thing. Can I do that? You think our friends over at Wiffles would be okay if I, because Cyclone Fanatic has been, people have offered to buy us. No, we're staying independent. You're fiercely independent. Look, look at you now, buddy. Now we got great friends like Wiffles. Um, so the Big 12 on Saturday, I don't want to do too much. I'd rather look forward, but so what? Again, we, we get done with the Iowa State game. We get to this wedding, and I'm kind of a blur <laughs> after that. Um, now, we did watch the women's game. We almost got escorted away from this reception. Because, yeah, right in the middle of the speeches. And, yeah, it was just and bad situation. Danae Fritz hits a bomb, yeah. and we go nuts in the back, and everyone looked at us like, what the hell's wrong with these guys? Yeah, well, you know. We, found, we made some new Iowa State women's we, basketball fans, though, we at did. our table. We did. Uh, made some, made some, who, nope. who, were, who were the folks from Urbandale? What were their, I forgot what their names were, but they were nice people. Nice. They're Iowa Staters yeah. sitting next to us. Uh, big 12. You How had, about uh, Kansas again? Yeah. So Baylor had a big lead yeah. and blew it. 15 point lead. And they lost by 16. Yeah. A complete meltdown. How for the hell does that happen? The fog. I mean, I guess Iowa State beat, was beating Texas Tech by it. Yeah. So that's the, probably the bigger question. No, complete. Like that was, you know, for you folks that, that, that took our advice and took Baylor to win the conference at seven to one a couple weeks ago. You were looking pretty, and then nope, not anymore. Is Texas Tech an NCAA tournament team? They, they go on the road and win at West Virginia. Very interesting resume. They're going to be that'll be wild to see. And it all is because of the Iowa State game. That's what fueled yeah. it all. 
Well, it, then that win's going to look great. Yeah, absolutely. That win at West Virginia looks great. Okay, let's see where they are in net right now. I Honestly, like Tech is super fascinating because I'm going to guess. Let's see, net they ranking. They need to put nine Big 12 teams in. Just do it. Net ranking 54, so they're they're right on the edge there. They moved up seven spots in net uh, yesterday with that win. So they're now, they're, they're now in eighth place. But Ken Palm, they're 56. So they're right on that bubble. Yeah, and West Virginia's, I don't know. West Virginia's maybe even a more fascinating resume. They're still top 30 in Ken Palm. Jesus, Iowa State's not going to be on Wednesday in Kansas City. Yeah, or, or, no, 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 no. You're you're pretty much locked into. If you want to avoid that. <sighs> you need to win one more game. Well, and you want TCU to lose. So you, should we be rooting for Kansas or TCU Monday night, or is it too early it's to start early doing to tell. that? You mean, uh, if Iowa State gets to nine wins, you will not play on on Wednesday. Okay. You just need one more win at home, and you'll get another win. Oklahoma is another weird team. It's like they are so close to having some monster wins, and they just cannot finish a game. I don't think he's long for I, there. I agree, but they, they had Texas down in the second no, half. No, I know. I just, would it, get? it just seems like a bad fit. In my defense, I said that when he got the job. For sure. It's, I, it, it just it never felt like he was going to be the coach at Oklahoma for 15 who, years. And then you, you you see what TCU does with a healthy Mike Miles. and Okay, so that, this is where I'm saying here, because they kill Oklahoma State Monday night, Kansas at TCU. Big Monday. I bet. You know what? What's what does Ken Palm have that at? I would I would put some serious um, consideration to taking TCU. I would. I, too. In fact, here's a hot take on February nineteenth. Guess that line is already out. Let's see what TCU is to make the Final Four. Because I think I said the same thing to Stansbury last week that they're a great buy. I low. think they are a great buy team right now. Wow, they're the same as Iowa State. So Vegas, they're is, seven to one. They're seven to one. Jeez. So. I would have never guessed that. So the ba- Vegas, Vegas is knows. honest. Yeah, they they Vegas knows. Uh, TCU is actually better odds to win the national championship than Iowa State. Wow, uh, that is crazy. So I, TCU I, is getting the respect that I think they should. But when they're good, you know, if they didn't have Miles and Lamp can get hurt. I, I think they are right there with with Kansas right now. And you saw when both those teams are healthy, what what TCU did to them. So I got a point spread for oh. I'm going to guess it's straight up pick them tomorrow. TCU favored by two. Oof, okay. I, I like TCU there. But if you like TCU, you played it too. Like you don't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not waiting on Right that. now, it, this is ridiculously early. Like, so don't. By the, the trend right now is that 90 some percent of the money is on TCU. So, point being, this line just came out. The smart Every, people. The smart people have already. Hammered TCU. Yeah. Okay. Well, they, it opened at Kansas. It opened at one. It's at two, two and a half now. Hmm. So people, if you want to play TCU, I would bet on TCU right Interesting. now. Interesting. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, this is Kansas's league to lose again. They just don't. Uh, they just. I, I, they, now they did impress me at the um, Oklahoma State game last week. Yes, I thought Kansas looked really tough. Yes. That was the most impressed I have been with them. I've just, every time I watch them, I'm like, this just doesn't feel like a Not a one seed to me, but then again, Alabama's going to be a one seed, and they lost to Oklahoma by 30. 
So either the Big 12 is really, really good, which I think it is, and I think that will, will come to light in the tournament. Speaking of sports betting, I hit the Daytona 500 winner today at you plus 3,500. Son of a buck. 3,500. That, that's that your biggest. That's by far. I mean, 35 to one is that's a that's pretty healthy. That's a hard deal to pull. Like I, it, I've been betting NASCAR for what ten years, and I've never done that. Generally, with 35, that so what, where'd, where'd that guy start? It doesn't matter in these restrictor plate. Ra- I don't even know. Like okay. that's the thing. It's took, like you took, a, took you, a run at him because he's good at these things. He's good at these restrictor plate tracks, but the general public doesn't catch up to it because he doesn't race for like a premier team or anything. But anyways, it was it was wild. I only bet ten dollars, so it's not like I'm rich. But that's a decent return on your yeah, investment. You know, Three hundred for a Sunday is, that'll pay for some pappy. Uh. Shout out to our friends at J Corp for sponsoring all of our women's basketball coverage at Cyclone Fanatic. What a fun that game. That was an awesome And you, you awesome couldn't week. feel any more different about the team than you did a week ago. Last week, we were sitting here genuinely concerned about this group. And then they bounce back with a win at home against Texas. And then they go on the road to Baylor. Shout out to the Twister sisters. Uh, unbelievably great week for them. Oh, It's uh, just thrilled for them. And now you're... You're in really good shape again. I mean, what, let's look at the, the Big 12 standings. I mean, Iowa State's right there. Uh, beating Texas is huge because you, you get the one there to, to even it up, and then you go down on the road and, and win in Wake where not many people have. And, you know, you're two games, well, I guess, oddly, two and a half games behind Oklahoma and Texas, but you're sitting pretty. You're, t- you're in a tie for third with Oklahoma State. You get them again, and... Um, yeah, I'm just I'm I love where this team is now. It's amazing how much a week can change things. They're probably seated up. I bet when the when, you know the, the bracketology and on that committee side, they're probably a three or four seed as well. Which we haven't brought this up yet. But in women's basketball, the top four seeds host. Yes. So that's that's a massive. really big deal, and that's why this week was you were on the edge of not hosting. Yeah, and that would have been rough because then well, you got to I mean, go somewhere. You know, we're both big proponents of women's basketball. It'll be cool that Iowa City and Ames, if they're both hosting, like that's awesome. Yeah. Just for the yeah, same as last the, year too. Yeah. For the game to have both of those arenas. Cause it's just, it's cool. I'm, I'm a big fan of the sport and, and I, I think that it's gotten so much better over the years. And if you're a family out there and you maybe you want to go to the men's tournament, but you're like, well, I can't afford my kids. And like, it's buy tickets to the women's tournament. If it's in Ames, you'll love it. It is a phenomenal experience. The way that they do Hilton with the, it looks cool. It's aesthetically pleasing. Everything about it. You, I promise you it'll be a great experience. So there is a chance. So obviously it's 13th in the net rankings on the women's side. So you're, you're in good shape right now to host. Iowa State could be have games in Ames and Des Moines in the NCAA tournament. How about that? Wow. What a world. Hopefully they are on different days, if that's the case. Yeah. But, you know, as weird as the season has been, if you would have told me, hey, Bloom, February 19th, the Iowa State men and women are both have the very good chance of hosting well, I mean, in Iowa. Honestly, like, yeah. take, take out the Suarez deal. Like, if I would have told you in November – the women would be 13 in the net right now. You'd have been like, okay, maybe a little disappointing, yeah. but like, oh, okay. 
you know, they just took them a little longer. Took them a little longer to figure it out. Or you know, what? like that's still really Great good. Great point. What a wild week. I think, I, 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 and you got to feel better about the men too. Just getting that TCU win was so big. Yeah, they're like we said earlier. I'm not. I just it's just get to March now, right? You've done all the hard work. Yeah, you want to get on a run. I would love to see Jaron start making some shots again. Gabe, make some shots again, get better. But Iowa State's success in the postseason is going to not be dictated necessarily on how many threes you're making. It's how much you're turning the other team over. Correct. I mean, honestly, Iowa State's not going to go a run in March just shooting the three ball. They're not consistent enough to do that. In fact, I, I don't even want them taking the three ball in March. I want I, I want turnovers and shots at the rim. Mid-range game. Yeah, I, and I need Shun. Shun? We need you, big fella. Like you are, you are the guy. Let's 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 get him rolling because I, I I really like this Iowa State team in the NCAA tournament setting. If it has that rim presence, Caleb Grill, ice your back. Get healthy. Whatever let's you got to do. Let's just get healthy for March. So the women go to Stillwater Wednesday night and then home for TCU on Saturday. So they could have another could, two. Could, in could a be week. another two in a week. Oklahoma State's pretty good. They've been playing yeah, well. A lot better. Uh, the TCU women have have been on the struggle bus all year. Thank you, Bloom. Yeah. Should have. Should, did we overpay for the Pappy? I don't think did, we overpaid for it. Did we, No, we didn't overpay okay. for that's, it. That's, we got a great deal. Good, okay. The retail market. looking at my credit card statement. Like, Man, I kind of spent a lot of it. But hey, you're only in Minneapolis. Get, get back we, with old friends. We never thought Ryan Hansen would get married, so. Well, we did not. Got to celebrate that. The old uh, Cyclone Sports Live right. throwback weekend. Ames's Bachelor. All right, have a great week, everybody. Wild one, busy week. We'll be here for you. Horns down.